You're listening to Dental Talk from VivaLearning.com. Thanks for joining us for this Viva podcast. Today we'll be discussing isolation from aerosols and how to maximize the quality of your bonded restorations. Our guest is Dr. Leanne Brady, Director of Education for the Panky Institute and a dedicated educator who also maintains a private practice in Glendale, Arizona. Dr. Brady, it's a pleasure to have you back on Dental Talk. I am so glad to be back. Yeah, and I just want to let everybody know that if you're listening to this podcast, you're not the only one. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. We've been picked up by Stitcher and Google Podcast, and we're um, really expanding our reach. So we're really excited about this program. Thank you so much for your dedicated viewership, if you want to call it that, or listening ship. Uh, we really do appreciate you coming on to these podcasts. We're tracking it, and we're getting great feedback. And it's because we have people like Dr. Liam Brady on the show, where there's no doubt it's the guest. I'm just the guy asking the questions. But um, I do really want to uh, say how much we appreciate your attendance. It's been really phenomenal. And also with our webinars, Viva Learning offers uh, webinars every week, and we're exceeding our expectations about attendance. We're reaching 1,500 fairly regularly on a, on a webinar now, which of course is r- related to the COVID-19 crisis. But I think that's accelerated the trend towards digital learning uh, much faster than we even anticipated. So Getting back to this important topic, isolation from aerosols, isolation has always been important. What do you recommend to maximize the quality of your bonded restorations? As you said, you spot on, isolation has always been important. And we've thought about isolation as a way to make sure that we limit moisture contamination so that our adhesively placed restorations get the greatest longevity, the least post-op sensitivity. Adhesive materials just don't like moisture that much, whether it's saliva, water, red blood cells, So it's always been critical. Um, Today, it's become critical for new reasons. So we're all going back to our practices really concerned about how do we control aerosols so that we protect ourselves and our teams. The dental health care provider isn't exposed to um, potential pathogens, um, but also protecting our patients. You know, you have a patient in one operatory and somebody in the room next door, um, you can get cross-contamination. So thinking about that is really important. And there's two different pieces of this that I want to address. One is in the restorative operatory, but then the other is in the hygiene operatory. You know, one of the challenges we all face today is that we've gone from hand scaling to everything being ultrasonic. And, you know, if you said to a hygienist today, you have to go back and only use hand scaling, no more Cavitron or ultrasonic. I mean, the faces they're going to make, they're going to be like, that's it. I'm out. I'm retiring. I'm going to go do something else. But yet it, that is a risk factor. And so I want to actually think about two different things. One is what can we do in the hygiene operatory so that we can control aerosols? And that's going to involve devices we connect to our high volume evacuator. And the other is what can we do from a restorative perspective? And in my restorative ops, it's easier. I have to tell you, and I know people are going to groan when I say this, um, but from an endo perspective, you'll get it. Um, Rubber dam. You know, and I do know that rubber dam is one of the first things we all throw away when we graduate from dental school, like that was a school thing, not a real practice thing. But the truth of it is today, um, it is the optimum way to isolate for moisture control for better clinical excellence. And it's the optimal way to isolate and separate the dental health care provider and the patient's saliva from aerosols perspective. You know, and so there and I have to say this. You know, yes, rubber dams are going to be a a hassle the first five to 15 times you go back to putting them on. 
But like everything else that we do in our practices, once you get really good at it, and I'm actually going to say once a chair side assistant gets really good at it, because very, very few dentists I know place their own rubber dams. This is going to be something that's quick and easy, and it actually will reduce your chair time. It'll make your restorative procedures easier. Um, So for me in a restorative um, world, I'm going to take my ivory clamp. I'm going to put it on, you know, probably a first or second molar, last tooth in the arch. I'm going to punch at least half an arch of holes. And I do want a really exquisitely inverted rubber dam to help control sulcular fluid as well as separate me from salivary contents. And if I'm doing um, direct composites, class one, class two, class five, doesn't matter. I can do all of that with a well inverted rubber dam. The instant I start to say I'm going to need to go subgingively, so crown prep, a class two that goes way far subgingively, then we actually talk about something that's called a split dam technique. And we actually do just have one, we punch all the holes, but then we take a scissor and just cut a connection between them. And so you've isolated four or five teeth, but you don't have the interproximal separation. It's still going to be way better isolation for salivary contents but you are going to still have to do retraction cord and things like that. So you're not going to get hemostasis control, but you're still going to get control of you're not actually being exposed. And if the patient coughs or something like that, you've got the rubber dam barrier in place. Yeah. I think, you know, because of the COVID-19 crisis, I think it would be a good idea for someone to do a really good video on what you just described. Cause I think a lot of dentists that, as you said, were not with throwing their rubber dam out after they graduate dental school are certainly going to reconsider using it. And there is going to be a little bit of a learning curve, right, for these dental assistants and staff to to have this process happening on every restorative case. Um, you know, I think there's two pieces of it. I think most of us are going to have to buy um, rubber dam materials. And so Ivory, which is a Colzer subsidiary, um, that stuff's made right here in the United States. And you got to buy the clamps and you do have to retool your brain, right? I need a 14 or a 3A or right? all of those things. And buy the rubber dam material in the frames. Um, don't forget, the, we used to use shaving cream as the lubricant for the underside, but they do wow. make a rubber dam lubricant. Wow. Um, but yes, and you just have to retool your brain. It's going to take you five patients, ten patients, and you'll be ready to right, go. Right. So for hygiene, hy- hygiene you're looking at high evacuation. What's going to change in hygiene? Could you go over that a little bit with uh, the ultrasonics? Yeah, and so I do think that, I mean, there's going to be several pieces of it that we're talking about. Um, pre-screening patients, rinses, but then thinking about HVE. And so if you're not familiar with a product like um, the Relief, capital R, little e, capital L, E, A, F, Relief from Colzer, imagine a very, very soft, comfortable, dry angle that actually connects by sterilizable um, connectors uh, that go in your autoclave and then pops right in the end of the HVE. So it sits right in the buckle space, just like a dry angle would but it's evacuating with high volume and the patient can close on it. So you're not having to take it in and out of the mouth to switch quadrants or when the patient raises their hand normally and we put the saliva ejector in, they can just raise their hand, take the ultrasonic out. They just close with the relief right in their mouth. It's so comfortable, but you're actually getting high volume evacuation, right? Is it a hundred percent isolation? No. Is it going to dramatically reduce Um, the amount of fluid and aerosols and things leaving the oral environment? Absolutely. So, and that product is called Relief, R-E, and then Leaf, the word Leaf. Yep. Okay, so they can Google that or go to Colzer. 
and look at, for that on their website. And again, we want to thank Colzer for sponsoring this podcast and the entire series of four podcasts by Dr. Leanne Brady. That's something that's uh, really important. And I'm wondering whether there's going to be some change in the type of masks that we use as well. You know, Phil, great question. And that those are questions that I haven't answered yet for myself. But um, you know, every day we're getting different information. So we actually just did get the interim guidelines from the ADA yesterday. Um, and, you know, and they basically are saying N95s with face shields or at least ASTM3 with a face shield. And so the big addition really has been the face shields mm-hmm. and adding that to protect yourself, because if the aerosols can't hit the mask, you know, and you don't have moisture contamination, it drops the risk dramatically. Um, and again, I, you know, rubber dam for my practice, relief um, devices like that, isolate any of those things. But definitely we're not going back to a world of just using cotton rolls anymore for isolation. I'm wondering what kind of transition it's going to be to get back to work, whether the waiting room is going to be separated with, you know, obviously some social distancing or people going to be waiting outside and be called into the office. Um, No more magazines in the office. You know, no more things that you interactive video things that you that you do. It's it's going to be a different world. I wonder if it's going to be on, you know, go like that for a long time or is it just going to be something that happens when we come back for six months? We'd be, you know, I'm curious to see what, what how that's going to all change. Yeah, you know, I know, you know, I've been practicing long enough that I went through this in the 80s when we went through the HIV um, crisis. And some of that stuff today to us is normal. You know, what was back then we were like, oh, my gosh, we can't believe we have to do these things are a routine part of practice that none of us question today. Um, And other things we did for a few months and then they disappeared. My guess is this will be like this. There'll be Mm -hmm. some parts of this that will become normal to us and other things that will evaporate six or nine months from now once we're past the height of this. Right. Wow. You you look like you graduated dental school 10 years ago. So, uh, and I'm, I know you guys in the audience can't see Dr. Brady, but I'm looking at her through video. And um, some of these podcasts, I don't, we don't use video. This one we are. And she looks like she graduated 10 years ago. So it's amazing that you're telling me you practiced during the HIV practice, uh, crisis. That's crazy. Thank, um, thank you. Yeah. And yep, yep. Yeah. Been doing so this 32 years. You're either uh, not under stress or use very expensive facial creams, uh, or maybe there's other things you do, or just naturally you got the genetic code that everybody else wants. All right. I was well, going to say good genes. Good genes. That, that's really where it's at. All right. Well, listen, um, you've been great. Thank you, Colzer. And uh, if you're interested, look up Relief. It sounds certainly, did I pronounce that right? Relief? Yep. Okay. Uh, Interesting name. And it sounds like a very innovative product, something we should all look into, especially since this uh, COVID-19 crisis is going to come to an end. We're going to be getting back to work. Thank you very much, Leanne Brady. And we will be on another podcast soon called uh, Using a Universal Adhesive. So we look forward to that one. All right. Talk to you soon.